From sheisconference.org and Summit Church in Indiana, Pennsylvania, you're listening to the She Is Community Podcast. Well, hello, ladies, and welcome to another episode of the She Is Community Podcast. I'm joined in the room with Kim and Jen. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are you guys doing? Doing. Yeah, doing good. Good. Great. (laughs) It's a good day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it feels um, a little bit more like spring. I mean, yeah, it does. It's today, warmer today. Yesterday, not so much. Or the day before that, but. no guarantees for what's to come. But right. today, it's like sixty something, mm-hmm. and it's raining, and raining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah typical. I just want to go take a nap, <laughs> right? Yeah, get a blanket, cozy yep. up. It'd be nice. That's speaking my language. I think. Mm-hmm. No, I know you're speaking my language. <laughs> yep, that's a one hundred percent fact. <laughs> um, well, today we get to talk about comparison yeah. in the body of Christ specifically mm-hmm. and I think this is a big this is a big thing yeah I know for me it's definitely creeped in um so what do you guys think <laughs> mm. well I mean it's definitely something that's been on my mind and on my heart um in the last well probably for at least the last year it's been pretty solid about um you know I think often we compare ourselves and and look to ways that we fall short, you know, or, or try to yeah. find ways that we do. Um, or we do the opposite of we, we tear other people down when we're comparing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think we often miss who God's created us to be um, because we're busy looking at w- what other people are. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and so true. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's, that would be like the summary of what, what's been on my heart about those things. Just really trying to understand who we are in Christ and knowing, um, that we're, we're not going to look like someone else, you know, mm-hmm. that our, our strengths and abilities are going to be different than other people's and that's okay because God created us that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. And scriptures are very clear that we are all created uniquely mm-hmm. and created for a purpose. And it do- doesn't say someone, someone else's purpose yeah. or someone else's calling. Mm-hmm. We're created for our own purpose. And I think the enemy just loves to like, distract and divide us however he can and um i recently was at a conference where one of the speakers said i would tell you not to compare but i'm not gonna do that because i compare all the time (laughs) and i'm like oh man like everybody laughed and chuckled but i was like i don't like that yeah (laughs) like that's Mm -hmm. not no Uh like yes that would be true Mm -hmm. right that we do compare yeah but to to say i'm not going to tell you not to because Mm -hmm. i do it all the time um, that wouldn't be biblical truth to to stay in that lane right Mm -hmm. so i am proud to say like with confidence (laughs) that god would want us to say like we aren't to compare yeah we do but we but we are to yield ourselves and surrender ourselves um, to the work of Christ in our lives so that we aren't constantly comparing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was listening to this podcast. It would have been, I think it's a few months ago at this point, it was an Annie Downs podcast and she had Jamie Ivy on and their topic was influence. Um, but something that Jamie said, I thought, mm-hmm. oh, this is, this is really good. So hopefully it applies and hopefully I don't talk in a circle, but she was talking about how we all influence others. You know, it doesn't matter if you are in ministry, you, you influence, if you're a mom, if you're a teacher, like a coach, all these things. And she was saying, if we compare our influence to someone else, it's like we're saying the people that we're influencing don't matter. Right. And so yeah. I took that and 
I didn't necessarily, I wasn't looking through it of the lens as an influencer, um, but I was thinking specifically of my gifts and what I was created to do. And if I'm looking to others to see what they're doing and I'm comparing what I am able to do with what they're able to do, it's almost like I'm saying to God, what you've given me doesn't matter because all I'm doing is concerning myself with what others are doing. Um, and that can be really destructive. Yeah. And I've definitely fallen into that before of just like looking to others um, in work, in like, you know, in, in life, like, oh, if I could only do this, I could be such a better person. Or I could be such a better leader. I can do things differently in this way. Um, but it was almost like then I'm ignoring what God has given me and who he has created me to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. And I thought, oh, like that's something I want to keep thinking about of what comparison is going to rob me of. And that's just the recognition of who God made me to be. Yeah. So, Well, and like you said, Kim, that scripture is clear about the body of Christ and that we all have different parts and that it takes all the parts to make up the body. Yeah. And that like, you know, you shouldn't be saying um, a hand. I, I wish I was was an elbow like yeah. you know that's not what the bible says yeah. but whatever body part <laughs> yeah. it uses but like that you should celebrate the fact that you're a hand and so i think that what it looks like to us is like katie you're an amazing artist i'm not an artist you know and so instead of like lamenting over the fact that you're a great artist and i'm not mm-hmm. instead i go man you go be a great artist yeah. and i'm gonna go be a great therapist yeah and like we're just gonna be good at what we're doing together mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. saying man i just wish i could draw like that mm-hmm. i wish i could create murals in that way yeah. it's like no, like God's gifted you with that and he's gifted me in other ways. And Mm so I think it's important for us when we realize that we're comparing and saying, oh, Katie has this gift or whoever we're comparing Mm -hmm. ourselves to, to stop and go, wait a minute, if they have a gift, I've got a gift. And so what is that? You know, and so then begin to celebrate that in ourselves what God has created you to be, mm-hmm. you know, and then cheer the other person on, yeah. man, like go be the great, the best elbow you can be, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so like, yeah. what, go be the best artist you can be mm-hmm. and, and, and cheer them on instead of tearing them down. Yeah. Um, in first Corinthians chapter 12, um, there's a big section of scripture about the body of Christ. And one of the, the one scripture that I really t- toned into or, or honed in on was um, chapter 12, verse 26. It says, if one part suffer, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of got slapped in the face about the all the parts are glad. Mm-hmm. Because like, hey, oftentimes we see someone else being successful in areas that we aren't good in. Mm-hmm. And we have a tendency to tear them down. Yeah. You know, yeah. and try to find ways that, they, that they're not good. You know, mm-hmm. and so, um, and so like, I, if we are honoring God with our with our parts and with what yeah. the differences that we have, that we should be glad when we see someone excelling in things that we're not good at. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, but I, I don't think we as women often do that. Yeah. That's so interesting to point out because, because I was saying how it was self-destructive for me, but then that destruction can just permeate out to other people. And I never thought of it that way. So I don't see comparison only in ways that were different. Okay. Um, like, for me, Mm -hmm. so this is me personally, like I look and look back at my whole life. Maybe there's times that I've compared myself to a gift, a a gifting in a person that I do not have. Yeah. But typically where I have tripped up with comparison is with people who have similar giftings Mm. to me. Okay. So that it's more of a competitive Okay. Spirit. And I think that that is because it's kind of ingrained in our culture where it's like be better than like, and some of us grew up in households where like I didn't, but I have friends who grew up in households that were the mom identified their daughter's 
nemesis. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, okay, she made that grade. Well, you're going to make this grade. And okay, she excelled in basketball that way. Okay, well, you're going to excel yeah. even more in basketball that way. So I think so often comparison does happen in, in totally different settings. Mm-hmm. But I think so much more often it happens when there's similar looking mm-hmm. giftings. Um, because then we really do feel a little bit threatened. Yeah. You know, and that's where I've had to really throughout the years of my life really had to die to self Mm -hmm. when I've felt, especially in grad school, that came up big time for Mm me. Um, where in my classroom setting with peers who were studying the same thing to me as me, um, and one of my best friends went to grad school with me, but I, she, it, we pitted ourselves against each other mm-hmm. <laughs> because we were kind of competing for the same thing. And I hated what it did on the inside yeah. of me. And so it's something I really had to work out with Jesus. Like help me die to self in this area. I'm not in competition with her. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I want to cheer her on. I want to celebrate her. And yeah, when you can get to the place where you can celebrate others versus like compete against them mm-hmm. um, or tear them down in your mind so often I never verbalized my tearing down (laughs) Uh it was like totally internal most of the time um and I think when you can get to the place where you are someone's first clapper when you're constantly Mm -hmm. cheering them on and Mm -hmm. and willing to say good job even though you really wanted to critique everything they just did um or like um yeah, celebrate that God's using them in a mm-hmm. different way or a powerful way. Like, I think that that's just a really healthy place to get to, but it's hard to get there. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things we talk about in freedom is that actions leading, feelings follow. Yeah. And so, like, I think that's kind of what you're describing is that we need yeah. to conduct ourselves appropriately so then our feelings will follow that. Right. And so we need to be the one cheering each other on and yeah. saying, you know, good job, you did amazing. And then as we work through that, then our feelings will follow that and it'll be quicker to be able to acknowledge what they're good at. Right. You know, yeah. instead of wanting to bring it tear it apart yeah uh that's good you have my brain going Kim in so many different I'm like oh wow yep 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 I think that's where I've gotten it myself into yeah um I don't know the best way to phrase this but like when I find myself overrun or in the depths of comparison it's oftentimes with people that are similar to me or in the same realm I remember and this might not have there's different levels, but I remember my 25th birthday was so hard for me because I was comparing myself to other 25 year old females and was like, I'm so behind, I'm doing everything wrong. I'm a failure. And it was just like, no, you're not, (laughs) you're you. Um, but no, I think that's really, that's really good. Yeah. And it's making me think a lot and like, okay, I need to talk with God about a few things and yeah. Yeah. Well, cause I've never, I've never wanted your artistry gift. <laughs> I am certain I do not have it. So I can confidently say I've never been like, Lord, why did you give Katie that gift and not me? Now, I know we do that. Yeah. But I'm like, and I know that I can barely draw a stick figure. So, so for me personally, it's the areas of my life where I'm like, oh, she's doing something similar to yeah. me. I'm not mm-hmm. good enough. I tear it. Really what I do is I tear myself yeah. down. I It's not even that I tear the other person mm-hmm. down, but I will, I will criticize myself yeah, mm-hmm. on how I could be better and what I could do different. Um, 
all day long. Now, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm in that place now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on the, on the other side of that. Praise God. It creeps in every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like I have more victory over that. But, man, in my 20s and 30s, it, was, it wasn't pretty. And, mm-hmm. again, it was never very rarely vocalized. Yeah. It was very internal for me. Mm-hmm. I wonder, too, about the, the impact of looking for affirmation from other people. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to comparison, like, mm-hmm. like we want to be acknowledged that we're good and yeah. good enough. And so then we look for other people to affirm that enough, like to affirm our gift. And so uh, to me, that's a part of having our identity in Christ is like, while we, it's nice if people affirm us, like we yeah. need to know who God's created us to be, whether anybody mm-hmm. ever tells you that you're, you're good at it. You know, and so I know there's a balance between that. Like, you don't want to be like arrogant. And like, if you really are a bad singer, like they do on American Idol and like, (laughs) you know, like you real, this really isn't your gift. And so you're like, I don't care. I'm going to do, go for it anyway. Like, that's not really what I'm talking about. That's why I can't watch those shows. (laughs) Right. And so, but you know, so I guess there is a line in that, but I think if you know that God has created you for something Mm -hmm. and then like you know, don't be waiting for the affirmation from other people. Yeah. Like you have to know when you're nowhere and go like, you know what, if no one ever says and says, you know, that you're doing great or this is what God's created you to do, but you know it, mm-hmm. I think you have to pursue that. And so you can't Absolutely. be dependent on those things. Yeah. I think we rely so much on other people's opinions. And oh yeah. Other people's yeses. And mm-hmm. it, it's good to have those from like the closest people in our lives, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, if, I have found that if I look for words of affirmation from the crowd, mm-hmm. like, and it feels good for after you speak mm-hmm. for someone to come mm-hmm. up and be like, man, that's the best message I've ever heard. Or you're better than mm-hmm. so-and-so because they mm-hmm. say that stuff. Stop saying that stuff. <laughs> she got really close to the microphone she for did. that, everyone. <laughs> and her face got really stern. She had her mom face on when she said that. Just so you know. It's really sweet uh-huh. to, to tell people, man, I like, you're my favorite preacher out of all the preachers here. Or you're, you know, it's really sweet yeah. to say that. But then you're, pitting I don't know I just don't love it no I think that's a fair observation that's what's happening yeah so (laughs) it's okay I'm looking at my mic as if I'm talking (laughs) see your faces that are listening but uh but I think that yeah man what I have learned is the crowds just like they did with Jesus Mm -hmm. they will say you are the messiah Mm -hmm. you know like they did with Jesus like you're the messiah you're the great and wonderful king and then they turn seven days later you're on the cross send him to the cross but it but I have not to the level of Jesus by any means but have certainly experienced Mm -hmm. one thing coming out of people's mouths of Mm -hmm. how great you are and the next time being like that was the worst like and turning on you so when we hold our weight and our value and our identity in words of affirmation Mm -hmm. um it's a dangerous spot to be however we do need to be encouraging one another like Mm -hmm. scripture's clear about we are to encourage and build up one another Mm -hmm. and it doesn't it's not a false building up Uh it's not like (laughs) yes thank you that was so great (laughs) wink wink yeah (laughs) you did so good yeah Yeah. let me bow down and worship you like you know it's it's a true encouragement Mm -hmm. like man i see the gift of god in your life and i acknowledge that god's working in and through you Mm -hmm. I think for me where I try to have fought the need for affirmation and I don't have it whipped yet, but it's for, for my leadership Mm -hmm. to be able to acknowledge that. And so like, 
um, I really have had to work through the fact that it's, it's what Jesus says about me, not yeah. what my leaders say. Yeah. And so that's been, I mean, that's from being in the workforce, being in the church setting. Like I yeah. know that's an area that I have to fight against. Mm-hmm. And so like, if no one ever says you're good at this, doesn't mean that I'm not. And it doesn't mean that I have to have that to, to be doing what God's called and created me to do. Yeah. But I, that's definitely an area for me. Yeah. What do you got, Katie? I'm looking at you. I know. My brain is in so many different places right now. Not in the bad places, like good places. I'm just like thinking of all these different things. I'm noticing just a common thread, not just in this podcast, but in other ones about our identity. Like Mm. it's so important. It's so important to know whose we are. And I think from that is going to flow such good fruit, like, you know, so that we can, we're equipped to, I don't know, um, for humility or just even recognition of God, this is who you say I am. This is who I am in you. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking on right now. I'm kind of chewing on it too. You guys are really killing it. (laughs) Okay. So my next thing on that would be, uh, don't be a grumpy Muppet. And so what that's about for me is like, do you know those, those two old man Muppets like Sadler and yeah. Waldorf. I, I can see them in my head brain. I don't know their yeah. names, but okay. Yeah. So uh, I have them, they're little statues that I have in, like it's little figurines that I have in my office uh-huh. <laughs> and it's because like there was a moment like that. Um, uh, well, I'd say within the last year or two that like, I really felt God speak to me and say, you're being a grumpy Muppet. And so what that meant to me was like that you're looking at things and you're trying to find something wrong with it. Uh-huh. Like that you're looking at what's happening and you're picking it apart. And so it's like, I don't want to be a grumpy Muppet. I want to be able to see it for what it is. And so instead of, so how that applies to the comparison talk, it's like, so I'm comparing what's going on and I'm like, oh, well, they did this bad and this is bad and this is yucky. And they're, you know, and like just ripping it apart. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want that to be my heart. I don't want to be the person that tears things down. I want to go, okay, yeah, there's, this could be growth, but look how good these things are. And so I've just been struck with, um, with Barnabas you know, mm-hmm. in, in the book of Acts and New Testament stuff and how like they changed his name. I don't remember what his original name was, but they changed his name to Barnabas, which means like son of encouragement mm-hmm. and, and what that looks like, you know, mm-hmm. like how do you encourage people and yeah. how do you find, um, what's good in them and like cheer that on. And so there's some avenues that, that, that comes super easy for me. And then there's others that I, I struggle with. And so I, over the last year or so, it's really been important to me to, uh, to find ways to be encouraging and mm-hmm. to not be a grumpy Muppet. And so, yeah. um, I don't want to be a grumpy Muppet. Mm-hmm. I'm writing that down. Okay. Grumpy <laughs> Muppet. <laughs> I'm like pulling the cap off my pencil. Totally and I'm like, I need to add that. Right? <laughs> grumpy Muppet. It's important. Don't be a grumpy Muppet. Yeah. Jesus no, said, therefore, yeah. <laughs> don't be a grumpy Muppet. Well, I'm not writing that. <laughs> anyway. But no, I think that's so good too, because I think it can be really easy to cheer going back to comparing people who are more similar to you it can be really easy to cheer for someone who might be in a different lane than you Mm -hmm. because you're like oh because like you said artistry is not something so it's really easy and you do you encourage me so well in that like Mm -hmm. and I think it could be easy for me like okay um I'll pick okay my brother's an amazing musician he's a drummer and it's really easy for me to say Ian I'm so proud of you of this like you know you're in a band you're pursuing this you're putting finances into it like you're recording because I have no desire to be a drummer but the minute it's someone who I mean I'll just use art as more of just a base example but it's harder to cheer them on because I want to do well too (laughs) but I, I like that find ways to encourage um that's good 
Yeah. I've, that's why I love Jess Connolly and Go and Tell Gals so much because I feel like they're constantly doing that, constantly challenging women to encourage and speak life and Mm -hmm. uh, cheer one another on. And so I've learned so much just from her and watching her team as to how they, like, they're all gifted differently, but similarly, but they really make it a point to call each other out when they need Mm -hmm. to be called out and call Mm -hmm. each other higher and not just... They, they don't just speak, like, um, just flattering words. Yeah. Like, flattering words don't mean <laughs> – they don't have depth to yeah. them. Mm-hmm. But they've learned how to, like, encourage each other in the, in, the, in the deeper ways. And that's just something that I've, like, really been challenging myself to do is make sure that I'm encouraging in deeper ways mm-hmm. and not just superficial ways. Yeah. Um, and then just have a holy expectation for one another, like – expecting God to move in other women's lives. Like we have a lot of people that need to be reached on this planet. Mm -hmm. And if we're so consumed with us being the best or us being the most or, you know, us achieving a certain thing to, to be better than someone else, like we're missing the mark of like, no, everyone needs to be playing their part. Every, like Mm -hmm. we need more therapists. We need more speakers. We need more Mm -hmm. Bible teachers. We need more artists. We need more, like there needs to be more that are professing Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. because there are so many that, that aren't following him. And so the more that we allow his glory to shine forth through us, um, he wins. And that's really what it's about is Jesus winning. Yeah. Not us. Do you think that women struggle with comparison more than men? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I see it a lot in men. Okay. Like yeah. I know most about it as a female, right? Uh-huh. As a female, I see it. But I just wondered, if, you know, do we see it? With I think we hear the catty talk of women okay. more. Okay. I think men deal with it differently. Okay. They just punch each other in the face and move on. <laughs> but I see it in men. Okay. Yeah, just as... I mean, just as much, they just handle it differently. Okay. Yeah. Do you, how do you feel like social media plays a part of that? That's huge. Mm-hmm. Why is that, Kim? <laughs> <sighs> well, because, I mean, I feel like a broken record, but everyone only posts their highlight reels. Right. Like, so, mm-hmm. and we don't want everybody to post their junk. Like, I don't. I don't want to read everybody's junk on social media. <laughs> yeah, right. True. Yeah. But we're only looking at one second clips or 15 second clips of someone's life. And that's not their 24 Mm seven. And so we don't see the ugly moments. We don't see the moments where they fail or the moments where their house is a disaster or the moments where they like, you know, so many authors will say, man, I was denied 500 times before mm-hmm. my book was actually accepted. Right. You know, but we don't see that process on social. We just automatically assume like, oh, they got this book deal. Easy peasy. Right. Easy peasy, you know, or, um, so I think that that's the thing. It's just so dangerous. And I think what we're seeing in our younger women and younger men, why mental health, I mean, you would be able to speak to this even mm-hmm. more so than me, but like why we're seeing so much mental health crisis is because, man, they just spend so much time on social media but really adults are no better mm-hmm. um yeah they're on it just as much i would agree yeah i think part of it too is like we don't always have the whole story when right. it comes to social media like what that's kind of what you're saying is like yeah. you know we don't know how long it's taking to get the book deal yeah. so I, I feel like for me at least it's 
it's easier to not compare when I have the whole story, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. And so like making sure I know that there's a more to it. And mm-hmm. so, because it's, it's easy to compare when you don't have a connection with them as, as much, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So it's like, if I, if I see someone on, on stage and they are doing something well, it's like, you know, you find yourself, at least I find myself, mm-hmm. you know, having it, having an easier time being catty, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, whatever. But the reality is if I know them as a person, like then I understand their struggle. I know what it's taken them to get to that point. I know, mm-hmm. um, I know they're, what they're apprehensive about, what they're confident about. And so it's like, mm-hmm. I try to remind myself when I, if I catch myself in those moments to say, well, there's more to the story, you know, I need to know who they are as a person. And so then for me, when I can pers- personify it, when <laughs> I can put the person to it, then um, it's easier for me to step away from the comparison because like, there's more to it than that. Yeah. I don't know. That no, makes that's sense. so true. Yeah, that's absolutely. True. Okay, Katie, you got a look of like deep thought. No, guys, I'm coming deep up thought with Katie here. No. <laughs> you got something? No, I don't. I, I, I. Huh. Is there a particular area that you tend to struggle with comparison? Comparison. What? Comparison. Struggle with comparison. <laughs> Comparing. Two words. Well, I mean, we touched upon just I'm really trying to be more confident and not mm. necessarily in myself and what I can do, but just being mm-hmm. confident in who I am in Christ. And I find myself, um, a few months ago, it felt like every journal entry was about comparison and the mm-hmm. struggle I was having with it. Um, and so I think I'm just listening to you guys talk and it's good for me because I'm just thinking, you know, I, I don't want to fall trapped, like get trapped in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to have a humble spirit. And so, and I want to be confident in who I am in Christ. And so I think this is just something that feels very, I knew it was real for me, but as we're talking, like, this is very real for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm just thinking through of, you know, just things I want to talk with God about. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. So back at the beginning of March, um, mm-hmm. I was invited to speak at a retreat. Yeah. And so they were, they invited me like probably the whole year before, like I want to say like April, May of last year. Mm-hmm. So I had an entire year. And, and so it was a three session thing and Kim can attest to this. I was pretty darn freaked out. Like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Like, I don't have the skill set. I don't feel like I'm a preacher. I'm mm-hmm. a converser. Like I can talk to anybody about anything, mm-hmm. but like I, to feel tied to notes, I just feel trapped in that. And mm-hmm. so like, it was a whole process for the whole year because like I had this expectation of if I'm a conference speaker, it's not a conference, a retreat speaker, then I, I it needs to look a certain way. Yeah. And so I think what, one of the things that Kim said to me is like, you know, who are you comparing yourself to? And why are you thinking that you need to fit in that box? And so I relate to like everything in the journal being about comparison because mm-hmm. I'm like, God, I had this expectation. And so um, until I embraced, you need to just go do Jen Stanley. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like God spoke mm-hmm. that to me one day, like, just be Jen Stanley. Like mm-hmm. I I've gifted you differently. And so like, you're not going to get up there and preach like you're it's, it's not what that's going to look like. You need to do what you do you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I conducted it that way. It was very conversational. We did, um, everyone's divided up into groups and my asked a lot of questions. I had to talk to each other about it. And so mm-hmm. we did three sessions that way. And, yeah. and, um, I got a lot of positive feedback for that, mm-hmm. but what I took away from that was like, it's okay to be me mm-hmm. and that I don't have to fit the mold of what someone else has to be, mm-hmm. you know? And so it was huge in embracing who God created me to be. Yeah. And so it was very freeing, but, but dude, it was a process. Like yeah. I've got, I've got a group of friends. We call ourselves the misfits because we don't make sense. So as to why we're friends, because we're also different, but like I talked, I want to say incessantly about it mm-hmm. because like, I just was so worried about it. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm like, it just was a, it was a thing. Yeah. And so I, I feel way better on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. God, it went through it, but man, 
it just it wasn't easy yeah yeah I think yeah I think I'm I think I'm learning who Katie Stevens is because <laughs> my whole life and this mm-hmm. I don't know if this is too far of a stretch but literally as a child I've always been a people pleaser yeah. so it's what am I gonna do to make everyone else okay and so not necessarily happy but okay yeah. I didn't want there to be issues and I certainly didn't want to be the cause of those issues mm-hmm. so I think in order to do that I was never myself and so I'm learning to be myself mm-hmm. at 28 years old. <laughs> well, good, because like, so, I'm in the 40s. Before, you know, like, say, like, good. For me, it was later and than then, 28. So, it's so just, I'm not going to compare yeah. myself, but I'm a smidge jealous that you're getting to this way before well, I did. I'm not there. Okay. <laughs> just because I'm starting at 28 right. doesn't mean we'll get there. Well, I've turned 29 at the end of April. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I think it, there's just a lot of stuff I'm wading through yeah. in order to work through that. Yeah. So. You got anything, Kim, that like you've had to deal with with comparison that you'd want to be transparent about? I feel like I already talked about like <laughs> how ugly I was on the inside. Just digging for more. With my digging for more. So yucky. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't feel like I embraced who Kim Massingale was until the last eight years. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I was always, again, never verbalized too often there were times but so often I was just tearing myself down so much mm-hmm. because I I wanted to be like her and um you know and couldn't be because mm-hmm. I I hated my voice mm-hmm. like I literally did not like listening to myself because I wanted my voice to sound different or um like just picking apart every little thing, me being more quiet, yeah. like not like even thinking I'm speaking loudly, but I'm not like that always really bothered me. Mm-hmm. And a word was given to me actually a few years ago, but, um, but I felt like I'd already stepped into it, but they just really said, and it was someone who did not know me. So it was very spot on, but they just said like, you're really going to step into your voice and mm-hmm. your unique voice. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, and then because you do that, because you're stepping into your skin and who God's created you to be, like, there's going to be an authority that comes with that. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've felt that, but it's, yeah, taken me years and years and years. But so the question I want to ask to y'all, and I'm, I'll share this too, is let's give some practical things. Mm-hmm. How have you begun to overcome, uh, overcome, <laughs> overcome comparison, overcome comparison, you going first while we so think about I it. can you say mine okay. yeah so for me it is naming all of the things that I have felt inadequate about in light of someone else with Jesus and saying mm-hmm. these are the things that I don't like about me in comparison to her or him usually it's other women mm-hmm. um but like here's the things that I feel um that I'm less than and I feel, I'm feeling competitive about and really processing that like, but Lord, how do you see me? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you see about me? Show me how you've uniquely gifted me. Um, what have you, you know, put in my hands to serve you? Um, the other thing is naming it with one other friend. And so mm-hmm. like I have always had a friend that is a safe haven who I'll say, who I'll just be really honest with. And it's not a session where we start to uh, compare or tear down someone else, but it's me just speaking to this, whoever it is, uh, an individual, a 
friend usually, um, and just saying, I, I find myself comparing myself in this way to so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Um, help me. <laughs> like, <laughs> help me not to do that. Mm-hmm. Help me to build up. Help me to, you know, point out to me when you see me tearing down. Point out to me when you see me um, be self-defeating, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so that's that has been one of the biggest things. Uh, of having someone who's able to call me out on those things, but also point me to Jesus on those things. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I think I do the opposite in that I've journaled about what do I know God's gifted me? What mm-hmm. makes me different? Mm-hmm. Um, and and so what do I know to be true? Mm-hmm. You know, and then taking time to do that and go, okay, so I need to quit focusing on what I don't have. And mm-hmm. then and go, God, I know that this is the gift that you've given me. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to give me a way to use that. Mm-hmm. Um so back to the retreat thing, one of the things that God and I worked through was I, when I was praying about that, like, God, why can't I, why can't I write this sermon? Why can't I do it this way? I felt very firmly in my heart that he said, I could, I can remove that barrier for you and make you capable of doing that. But if I do that, then that's the, the route you're going to go. And I need you to do it. Your, I need you to do it Jen Stanley way, yeah. you know? And so understanding that there's a purpose yeah. in why I'm different. Yeah. There's a, there's a God given reason that those things are different. And so, um, going, okay, God, I'm going to sit before you and go, these are, this is what I know you've made me different about. And so help me hone that, help me to own it and help me to celebrate that in myself and not tear myself down for the things that I, I find to be shortcomings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that, um, yeah. So honestly, right. <laughs> I'm still working on figuring out practical ways to, okay. but, um, I definitely, I have this little, like, spiral bound index card thingy that I'm pretty sure is used for studying, uh-huh. but, um, you study Jesus. Yeah, it's okay. That's a place where I've just written out just these statements of who I am in Christ and just the scripture mm-hmm. that goes with it. And a lot of times it's just me sitting oftentimes in tears, just flipping through them and reading them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's simple, but it really gets deep into my heart and I need it to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I really love that you talk to a safe person. I feel like I've just started getting a little bit more vulnerable in that way. Mm-hmm. And just mostly talking about insecurities that I have. Mm-hmm. I haven't, don't think I've gotten full on to this is how I'm comparing myself, but honestly, I don't think I've ever thought of that. Like, it's just me. I'm feeling really insecure in this way. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And not necessarily for them to oppose that and say no 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 you're this you're it's fine but so that they can point me to who god is mm-hmm. um so i i do appreciate that yeah yeah i also think having a balanced understanding of of yourself and your strengths like to know that your strengths can also be your weakness mm-hmm. and so um i think for me like i can be pretty pushy i make the joke that being pushy is my spiritual gift <laughs> and so like <laughs> I just started oh, so hard totally with the mic. I'm really so uh-huh. sorry. It's okay. yeah. I don't know if you have to tell them because they heard it. I <laughs> anyway. love it. So, I love yeah. It. so yeah, so I make the joke. That's my spiritual <laughs> gift. And so um, in, in a um, counseling session, it's important. I've got to be pushy. I've got to go, you know, we're going there. Like, I know that you yeah. don't want to talk about this, but guess what we're going to. Yeah. And just sitting in that and pushing. And like, I know that that's the gift that God's given me. Mm-hmm. There are settings that being pushy is not a good thing, <laughs> right? And so like having to know when to use those things. Yeah. And so there was a season, I was talking about this earlier, there's a season that um, that I, I didn't like that about myself. I'm like, God, why did you make me so pushy? Like, why did you, why do I have this trait? And like, not so-and-so has not got this trait. So-and-so is yeah. not pushy, but you know, but you've made me that way. And so then mm-hmm. understanding that there's a place for my gift mm-hmm. and there's a place that I don't need to use it. 
And so yeah. embracing that and going, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. this is a good thing here and not here. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so true. Cause I can say that about me being quiet. Like there's moments where now quiet meaning like, um, I wish I was that loud, bubbly person who walked into the room and just like lit up the room, you yeah. know? Uh, and the fun person, like, Jen, you're so fun. So like, fun. you are. You. you and Steph McCoy are just like fun, <laughs> you know? And so, but it's like, I have always wanted to be, mm-hmm. she is fun. <laughs> and that Kim Massigale, she's I, a good time. I don't think anyone's ever said that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure no, no one's ever, yeah. I'm boring, but, I, mm-hmm. but so, but what I had to realize was like, man, people often will say, I don't know why I just told you all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same, huh? <laughs> Same. <Yeah. laughs> like, I don't know why I just told you all that. And you feel so safe. Yeah, yeah. I just met you five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so quiet can be a weakness for me when, like, I need to be in the lobby greeting people mm-hmm. and going mm-hmm. up to somebody I don't know. My introverted self like really has to talk myself up. Like, mm-hmm. yes, go introduce yourself to someone you yes, don't know. Yes, right yes, now, yes, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. But then my, the quiet strength that I have when people need to, mm-hmm. uh, a safe space or someone to listen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I see that show up. Or even when I'm speaking, I will often have people point. Like, it's nice to hear someone that's not just yet yelling on stage, you know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that you just, Mm-hmm. Our Kim and I am thankful for that. But yeah, I'd use the word of quiet confidence. Can I say that? Yeah, I think that's true about you. Mm-hmm. That's good. I don't feel like I was always that, but I feel like I've stepped mm-hmm. into that. Yeah, been confident about my quietness. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. no. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Katie? A strength that also can be a weakness. But literally everything Kim just said was very like resonated <laughs> oh, to my core. Oh, you can't steal that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's so true. It, for me, it like literally when she's talking like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, me shouting yes was not me encouraging her. It was me oh. saying yes for me. Okay. <laughs> also encouraging you. <laughs> so then to make it more specific to you, is there a particular moment that it's hard that you, like you're quiet and that you feel like you shouldn't be or that, and maybe it shouldn't isn't the word, but that you struggle to not be quiet? Yeah. Um, Besides being in the lobby. You got a different Yeah. Scenario? Okay. Um, let me dig deep. Um, feel the feels. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Um. I think it's interesting. I feel like I've always been with my family. Like it's, oh, I, it's really, it takes a lot for me to voice an opinion or to voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I've never been like thoroughly scrutinized by my family. It's not like I have like thoughts of, oh my goodness, anything I say they're going to say is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I find myself being quiet and just, <clears throat> excuse me, just kind of, being a wallflower in those settings be but like I it's my family I have a right to be I can go up and talk to Mm. so and so or I can say here's what I think about you know Uh I'm the oldest of my siblings so I want to be someone who speaks life into them and Mm -hmm. so I've really had to assess that and be like okay um if they're doing something that maybe isn't great you're allowed to speak truth and love to them instead of just be quiet um so I don't think that answers your question, but it's okay. So in your, in your family, that's what I yeah. heard in my family yeah. gatherings, I could be louder or I struggle to have a voice. Yeah. But I know, you, you know, it's safe to have one. You just don't. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just not familiar to have mm-hmm. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah. Well, ladies, this was a great talk. <laughs> My brain is still turning. I'm like in a fog still. But in Katie's going to go get in her prayer closet right now and <laughs> yeah. like recap. Like, where's my journal? That's um, right. But thank you guys so much. I know, like I said, I'll be thinking about this. And when I listen and edit, um, it'll be good to hear again. So thank you for contributing. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't edit out your snort. I was thinking it. I might try to make it a little quieter. I don't know. But if, I, feel like so was, well I feel like on the audio, it's going to be like everything's going to be yellow or green and then just a spike of red because that's how loud it was. <laughs> it was good. But you're welcome, everyone, for my lovely snort. Okay. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>